God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a great day to be alive knowing that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. And I tell you what, um, if you just just think on the things that God has done for you lately and think of the things that he's doing every single day, man, you can't help but to just give God praise and to thank him for all that he's done every single day. Today, brothers and sisters, I have a word for you. I want to talk to you today about something that I, I oftentimes hear people say, um, you know, that, that famous uh, phrase, it was an act of God, or for some reason they believe that, you know, that God had something to do with the earthquake in Africa that killed thousands of people, or that God sent the tornado um, in some of these places that, that killed hundreds of people. You know, and they think that God is, for some reason, he's the killer. Like he's, you know, he's striking people down with lightning from above. He's killing people in car accidents. Oh, it was an act of God. He killed this person with cancer. Uh, you know, he brought that person home because they died, because, you know, they died of cancer, what have you. And I, I get what people are saying, but guess what? None of it is true because you know what? God is good. And I want to talk to you today about the goodness of God and stop thinking that God is out here being the killer, right? And uh, instead of the savior, it's a weird place, you know, and, and I'm not surprised because the truth is people out here uh, saying that that bad is good and that good is bad. They're calling right, wrong, and wrong, right. So I'm not really surprised. It's all it's a trick of the enemy is what it is, right? But we can go to the Word of God to see what the Word says about this whole thing. Because, brothers and sisters, God is too good to be the killer. He is not. It is not him that is destroying. God has nothing to do with the destruction that's going on in the earth. This is not God. He's not killing people. He's not destroying families. He's not taking young mothers from their children, you know, through cancer and various sicknesses, illnesses, and disease. God is not responsible for dreaded diseases like Alzheimer's and, and, uh, and dementia. He's not robbing your grandparents of their memory. God is not the one out there killing people. He's just not doing it. He's not responsible for all the shootouts that's going on in the world today. He's not responsible for the gun violence in Texas and other places. He's not responsible for school shootings and airplane crashes and catastrophes all around the earth. God has nothing to do with that. That is not God. It was not God, God's will that the World Trade Centers be attacked and that thousands of people would die that day. God had nothing to do with that. That is not his will. He is not out here killing people. It is not God, y'all. And I want you to hear that. So stop saying that. Stop saying it was an act of God. Or stop saying that that God, uh, uh, he killed this person or he killed that person. God didn't do that. The God I serve is too good. He's way too good. He's out here trying to save people. He's out here trying to get folks saved. He's out here trying to get his church to move, to start talking to people about the gospel. 
He's out here nudging his folks to preach the gospel to all the world. <laughs> That's what God is doing. God wants people saved. He's trying to bring people in to the fold. He ain't trying to kill folks. Are you serious? If God is the killer, then what does the devil do? <laughs> that's what. That's my question to you. Since we're out here saying all this crazy stuff and blaming God for everything, what is Satan's job? Has God and Satan traded places or something? Is that what you're telling me? Uh-huh. It sounds crazy, right? Well, that's the stupid, the stupid things that people say. All right. But anyway, let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you for the word. Thank you for what you're going to do this morning. Thank you for what you're going to do this day. Father, we're so grateful and thankful to you for this day and for the things that you're doing every single day. We're, we're, we're thankful for your goodness. And I want people to understand that you are so good, Father. And I just uh, ask you to give me the things to say, Lord, that I could testify of your goodness and tell people about you. And Lord, the Holy Spirit, anoint the ears of those uh, who are listening today. And God, that they would hear the word of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. So brothers and sisters, I know some of what I said was a little facetious. But to be honest with you, I get tired of hearing people uh, say things like that. But the disturbing thing is that, you know, if people are saying that, they're thinking that. You know, for somehow, for, for some reason... You know, they're thinking that God is out here, um, you know, destroying nations and things like that. And he's not doing it. Now, let me say this to you. The God I know sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. The Bible says in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Jesus might be saved. And so that's that's what God is doing. The Bible says that in John 10, 10, for the thief cometh but for to steal, kill and to destroy. Jesus came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Did you know the scripture says that Jesus of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were sick and oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. What did Jesus do? He was healing all that were sick and oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So, that doesn't say anything about God out here causing sicknesses and diseases. That is not what he does. He is not doing that. That is not God. That is not what he does. That is not what he's doing. You see, God has nothing to do with that. And unfortunately, we have people out here saying things like that. And sometimes, I hate to say it, but you even hear those things in the pulpit. You know, for some reason, how God took somebody's life or God killed somebody. And brothers and sisters, that's just not true. First of all, God didn't create sickness and disease. He didn't do that. He didn't create cancer. In fact, my Bible says, if you ever go to Isaiah 53, the scripture says that Jesus, this is who, it's, who's, who is he talking about. He said he was wounded 
for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, that the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. <laughs> so, Jesus was beaten, was whipped, so that we could be healed, so that we could have that access to healing. Now, what sense does it make for God to create sickness and disease to put on people and then send his son to the cross and send him to the whipping post, right, to get people healed? I need you to think about that because that just doesn't make sense. In fact, the scripture says, how can two walk together except they agree, right? The Bible says that a kingdom divided against itself can't stand. So what does that tell you? <laughs> it tells me, first of all, that God is not working against himself. God is not in cahoots with the devil, right? That tells me that people are lying. The Bible says that we ought to believe God rather than man. And in this case, I think a lot of folks are believing man. And I think it's just the fact that people just really don't know. And so they assume things. Maybe they've read the Old Testament and they think, well, you know, it's like the Old Testament and it's not. So you got to wonder, you know, what, what are people really thinking? You know, I know what they're saying. So I guess in a way that's telling me what they're thinking, you know, and we really need to go back to the Bible and find out exactly, you know, why folks are acting the way they're acting. I will tell you this, that the Bible says that Satan is the God of this world. He is the God of all confusion. I will tell you, the scripture says he's the prince of the power of the air and that his demon spirits are here on the earth and they hate Jesus. They hate God, and what they want to do is destroy anything that God loves. First of all, they can't, they can't do anything to God, and they know it, right? So what they want to do is they want to try to destroy the creation that God loves so much, which is mankind. And so what you're seeing, right, and hearing is a result of just the fact that devils don't, they hate God and they really want to destroy the things of God. And that's what this is. So if you're looking for somebody who's doing the killing, the stealing and the destroying, then you're looking for Satan because that's what he does. He is a spirit who is chaotic. He causes chaos. He's the father of lies. The Bible says he's the father of lies. It's him that's perpetrating the fraud that's trying to make people believe for some reason that God is out here killing people, maybe because you're out there sinning, so God killed you in a car accident. No, God didn't kill you in a car accident. Your foolish actions killed you in a car accident, right? Or, your, or somebody else's foolish actions killed an innocent person. But God is not taking people's lives by way of car accidents, He's not out there killing people who are riding on motorcycles without helmets. God is not doing that. That is not what God does, right? What you need to understand is that a lot of times people are doing these things to themselves because 
they don't want to obey laws. They don't want to do what the law asks them to do, which is slow down, put your helmets on, right? Be careful what, where you're driving. Be careful what you're doing, right? Don't use drugs. Um, don't get drunk. Don't get behind the wheel of a car when you're drinking. Uh, all these things, right? And then when accidents happen, we want to say somehow that God had something to do with it. I just need you to understand that um, that is absolutely not the case. And so just understand that God is a giver of life. He's not out here killing people. That's not what he does. He's not taking people's lives. He's not punishing you because you did, you did something wrong. That's not what he's doing. Because the truth is, he punished Jesus for you. And get this, he who knew no sin became sin, that you could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He gave his son so that you can live. Think about that. Not so that you can die. Are you kidding me? He gave his son so that you could be healed and set free of sickness and disease. That's what he did. He didn't put sickness on, and disease on you to teach you something. Are you kidding me? That is crazy thinking. So I need you to think in line with the word of God. If you're going to go out there and say something, then say something that's in line with the word of God. Because all these things you see are not acts of God. God is not doing that because when he does it, you'll know it. It will be done. There is a time where God is going to come back. And not only is he going to judge the world, he's going to judge Satan and those demons, those demon forces. There is a time where God is coming back and he will judge. And so you need to know that, right? But that time is not now. So understand that the Lord will come back. The Lord will judge. And there's a day for all of that. Right now, the day is for you to get saved. The day is for you to give your life to the Lord. That's what today is. The day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. God is saying, that's what today is. It has nothing to do, you know, with you um, for some reason thinking that God is out there killing people. That's not what this is. But now I will say this. All right. It's appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. What you need to worry about is yourself. What you need to be concerned about is whether or not you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's really what you need to be concerned about. Because think about this. If for some reason you die and you've never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, man, you're not going to heaven, you're going to hell. And all the things that you read about hell is absolutely true in the Bible. Those things that were said, you ever heard the story of the rich man and Lazarus? That is absolutely a true story. There is a hell and there is a heaven. There is a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. But you can't get to heaven without going through the Lord Jesus Christ, right? The Bible says that he that cometh to God must first believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The scripture says that in order for you to come to the Father, you have to first come through the Son. That means that you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you don't believe that 
uh, God raised Jesus from the dead and you don't believe that Jesus died for your sins, then you're in a worse state than than you ought to be. That's for sure. Because if you've been hearing the word, then you should know that just like I said before, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God is trying to get you saved. He wants you to get out of your sins. He wants you to be a child of God. He wants you to spend eternity with him. But if you don't want to spend eternity with him, then he's going to let you do what you want to do. He's not going to force you to do anything. God knows that you're not a robot. He gave you free will. So he's not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. So trust me, brothers and sisters, if you don't want to ask the Lord to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior, right? If you don't want to be forgiven for all of your sins, right? And you want your sins to be shown to everybody in the world, right? You want that? If that's what you want on judgment day, then that's what you'll get. Because the scripture says that there was a great white throne judgment and him that sat on that throne, people were fearful at that time. And the scripture says that there were weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do you realize how scared people have to be for teeth to be gnashing? Right? And those people stood before the great white throne. And as they stood one by one, the books were open and their life was shown before them. Everything that they ever did wrong, everything. And the biggest thing was they denied Jesus Christ. They did not receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Therefore, their names were not written in the Lamb's book of life. And all those individuals who were in that category were cast into the lake of fire from the smallest to the greatest. Great in stature, great in life, great in riches. All these people were thrown into the lake of fire that burns with fire and brimstone. What am I telling you? I'm telling you that hell is real. I'm telling you that heaven is real and you have to make a choice. And that's why we preach this gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to tell you just how good God is. He spared your life. If you're listening to this, you're blessed. God spared your life to listen to what I'm saying right now. If you're not saved, it's time for you to think about that. It's time for you to make a decision because you're not going to live forever. And if you hear this word and you don't go out there and, get, and, and accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, in fact, if you don't receive him after you hear this word and you go out there and die, then guess what? Your blood is on your own hands. I told you, and I'm telling you again, that it's time for you to stop playing games and it's time for you to get your life right with God. And the only way you can do that is repent of your sins and accept the Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that is the only way. There is only one way to God. There is no other way. There is no other name that's written in heaven and earth but the name of Jesus. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. So what am I telling you, brothers and sisters? God is ready for you. He loves you so much. He gave his son for you. He's done everything he can for you. It's up to you now. He's not going to do it for you. You got to do it yourself. He's not going to make you drink. You have to drink yourself. God is not going to do it, right? If you're thirsty, you'll drink. If you're in a desert and someone gives you water, I promise you, 
you'll drink. And your life is a desert right now. And I'm offering you the water of life. And that is through the Lord Jesus Christ. That if you drink from this fountain, you drink this water, you'll never thirst again. Because God is with you. And God will be in you. Man, it's your offer. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to leave it on the table? Right? Or are you going to accept the Lord as your Lord and Savior and take him up? I'm going to tell you something. God has been so good to me. I love him so much. He's done so many great things. Just the fact that he accepted me into the beloved. He accepted me as his child. He adopted me into the family of God. Listen, that's awesome. You know, I know what it is to be rejected. I know it's uh, it hurts. I know what it is when people don't want you. You know, happened to me. I don't need to go into it, but, you know, um, I just, there was a time in my life where I was rejected, you know, for whatever reason. But still, it didn't, it didn't feel any better just because there was a reason. But listen, God loves you so much. Jesus came into this world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And he loves you so much. And he died on that cross for you. Absolutely. He died for you. He paid a price that he didn't owe. He did it for you. So here is my proposal to you, brothers and sisters. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just ask him right now to come into your heart and be the Lord and Savior of your life. That's all you need to do. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus. I'm a sinner and I need to be saved. I repent of my sins. Jesus, I believe that God raised you from the dead and I believe you died for my sins. And Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I receive you now. Right now, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior in Jesus name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God and you don't have to worry about going to hell. You're going to heaven to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Well, congratulations, brothers and sisters, get into a good Bible believing church and listen, make sure you download you one of those good Bible apps, right? And get you a good Bible and start studying and find out about this Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that you just accepted as your Lord and Savior. This is Brother Leonard, man. I love you. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.